0: Welcome to Tribe Sober's weekly Sober Short. Just a bite-sized piece of information to help you to stay on track. Here at Tribe Sober we help you to quit the booze and then to go on and actually thrive in your alcohol-free life. So let's get to today's Sober Short. Hello, hello and welcome to this week's Sober Short. The Sober Short series is taking you through our Tribe Sober Toolkits This toolkit is just one of the things that we share with you during our regular Zoom workshops. Just go to tribesober.com, hit our services, and you'll find all the info about our workshops. You can do a group workshop or a private workshop to suit your schedule and time zone. These workshops have been a game changer for many people. So if you want to kickstart your sober life, then sign up today. During the first 12 sober shorts, we looked at the first 12 tools in our toolbox. But before we move on to tool number 13, let's just do a quick recap. Tool number one was get connected. Connection is the opposite of addiction. And if you're serious about getting sober, then you need to connect with others on the same path. And if you're not yet a member of our tribe, please check us out on tribesober.com. Just hit join our tribe to read about the benefits of membership. Tool number two was get moving. We all know that exercise is good for us and many people exercise daily, but they also drink daily, sometimes excessively. So ditch the drink, keep exercising, and you'll be amazed at how much fitter you'll get. Tool number three was all about building emotional strength all about learning to sit with our feelings instead of trying to chase them away with alcohol. Alcohol is just the easy button. It enables us to bypass difficult emotions and we have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable as Tribe Sober Coach Lynette says. Tool number four was all about mindset. It was about changing your thinking about drinking. We talked about overturning those false beliefs that we've picked up over the years. For example, we believe that we deserve a drink at the end of the day. And of course, we deserve to relax at the end of the day, but it doesn't have to be alcohol. So we talked about overturning those beliefs one by one. Just do the work and you'll never see alcohol in the same way again and you'll never suffer from FOMO, which is the key to sticking to your sobriety. Tool number five was visualization. We talked about some powerful ways to use visualization. One of them was to play the movie forward. If you get the urge to drink, then just think it through. What will happen after that first glass? Do you really want to wake up at 3 a.m. full of anxiety and regrets? Do you really want to keep going back to day one and doing the hardest bit again and again? Tool number six was about getting information because information is power. It's hard to believe it these days, but it wasn't that long ago that we had no idea that smoking was bad for us. So even if you do decide to carry on drinking, then at least make sure it's an informed choice. The information is out there and just a quick Google search will connect you with scientific research proving that alcohol is linked to seven different types of cancer and more than 60 diseases. So that's a good place to start and there are many quick lit books out there and of course podcasts. There's more than a 100 episodes of the Tribe Sober podcast available now, all packed with advice, inspiration, and information. If you'd like a quick lit reading list, just email Janet at tribesober.com. You can also go to tribesober.com and hit the Inspiration tab, where you'll find a wealth of information that will inspire you to get started and motivate you to stay on track. Tool number seven was be accountable. When we embark on this journey, we need a community of people who actually care. People who've been exactly where we are now and can advise and encourage us. People who are thriving in their alcohol-free lives and can inspire us that, yes, it really is worth doing this thing. So we need to be accountable. We need to know that we can share our ups and downs with other people who really get us. So if you're looking for a sober community to inspire you and keep you on track, just go to tribesober.com and hit join our tribe. And if you'd like to sample the kind of support we offer, then email Janet at tribesober.com and request our sobriety battle plan PDF. It's packed with great advice, charts and trackers. Tool number eight is journaling. At our workshops, we advise people to buy a beautiful notebook that will become their sobriety journal. Sobriety is a journey of self-discovery and recording your thoughts, emotions, struggles and accomplishments is so beneficial. Early sobriety is a very emotional time for most of us and it really helps us to process our emotions if we can just write them down. We can note our triggers as well as strategies for coping with them. And journaling gives us perspective. Reading back on those early weights of sobriety will remind us just how hard it was and make us realize it's getting better and easier every day. To learn more about the magic of journaling, listen to Tribe Sober Podcast episode 98 to hear my interview with writer in recovery, Melinda Ferguson, released on the 26th of March, 2022. Tool number nine was get a project. Now, it's very common for people to feel a bit flat once they've achieved their first few months of sobriety. Many people in Tribe Sober, including me, experience that flatness, depression, void, or whatever you want to call it. When people ask me what they should do about it, I just tell them to sit it out as it would eventually pass, because that's what I had to do. However, that advice changed after my podcast interview with Dr. Loretta Bruining, author of The Happy Brain. Do have a listen, it's episode 55 and it was released on the 14th of August, 2021. Now, Loretta explained that my brain was quite happy during those first few months as it had registered it was working on a project, i.e. sobriety. It had registered that I was making progress. However, after a few months, my subconscious was thinking, okay, so now she's sober. Now what? Well, here's the thing as human beings, we need projects. Think of the cavemen. They'd wake up hungry, have to go and find some food, eat the food, get a dopamine hit, and then they'd get hungry again, have to go hunting, etc., etc. They were always on the go. So as you settle into your first few months of sobriety, start looking around for a project because you'll need a project to keep you on track and keep those happy brain chemicals triggered. Tool number 10 was be prepared. As with most things in life, preparation is crucial. Play the movie forward. What are you going to drink when you go out this evening? If it's a restaurant, then check out their drinks menu online and decide what you're going to order. If you're going to a dinner party, text your host in advance and take some alcohol-free bubbly with you. Decide what you're going to say if people start asking you why you're not drinking. You can keep it simple. I'm on meds, I'm driving, or my favourite is I'm on a health kick, no booze and no sugar for 66 days. If drinking at home was your problem, then give away your booze or at least move it to somewhere you can't see it. The garage is a good place and make sure that your fridge is stocked with delicious alcohol-free choices. If you're in South Africa, just go to Drink Nilcoza and they'll deliver right to your door. Tool number 11, track your progress. When a new member joins our tribe, we send them an annual tracker. It helps to give perspective, keep an eye on the big picture. Sure, there may be slip-ups on the way, but what matters is a feeling of progress. Are those sober stretches getting longer? If you'd like one of our annual trackers, then just email com and I'll send you one right away. And it's so important to celebrate our milestones on this journey. The forever word is just too daunting when starting out, so we suggest 30 days, 60 days, 100 days, followed by six months, and then moving on to annual milestones. And the great thing about Tribe Sober is that many people stick around after they've got sober. They want to help and inspire others. We even have a chat room for people with more than six months of sobriety. Tool number 12 was nurture yourself. When we decide to quit drinking, we're going against the flow. We're going against the flow, and that takes confidence and courage. So, we need to nurture ourselves so that we can access the inner resources we need to embrace an alcohol free life. Many people discover that they are introverts at heart and not the party animal they always thought they were when they were drinking. Sobriety is a journey of discovery, so, spend the extra time you've saved exploring. Tribe Sober members have free resources to sample like coaching, hypnotherapy, root cause therapy, as well as online yoga and art therapy. You need to spoil yourself. Think of your sobriety as a pregnancy. Nine months of doing exactly what feels right for you. Read books, be alone, go to bed early, have naps, light candles, eat chocolate, turn down social invitations, have hot baths, whatever feels good. The pregnancy analogy works so well because for most of us, nine months is long enough for our sobriety to survive. So today we're looking at tool number 13, know your triggers. So what are triggers? Well, they're a response to an outside stimulus that results in an automatic action. We've trained our brains to drink and now we have to untrain them. Our brains need time to rewire. We need to uncouple experiences. For example, we need to uncouple watching the sunset and drinking a glass of wine. So many people say to me, but Janet, how will I enjoy the sunset if I'm not sitting drinking my glass of wine? Well, the answer is you have to train your brain by sitting watching the sunset holding a non-alcoholic drink. And let's remember that triggers won't last forever. Quitting is not about abstaining, about resisting. It's about building a new life where you won't even want to drink. But while we're adjusting, we'll need to learn how to deal with our triggers. You're probably familiar with the acronym Halt, that represents a cluster of typical triggers. So if you get triggered, run through Halt. Are you wanting a drink because you're hungry? Are you angry? are you lonely or are you tired? And if you are one of those, then address that particular need rather than having a drink. For example, if you're hungry, eat something. If you're angry, deal with that anger. Maybe write about it in your journal or pick up the phone and talk to somebody about it. If you're lonely, connect with someone else in your sober community perhaps. And if you're tired, have a nap instead. And although we will experience triggers, we don't have to act on them. We're not like a toddler having a tantrum in a supermarket because we can't have a bar of chocolate. We are grown-ups and we can resist those triggers. And the more often we resist a trigger, the stronger we're going to get. We need to pause and breathe when we get a trigger. Be curious, write about it in your journal and develop strategies to deal with them. So that was tool number 13, know your triggers. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back on Saturday with our main podcast and Wednesday with another Sober Short. Please follow and share the podcast. So that's your Sober Short for today. If you're looking for a small and friendly sober community to help you to escape the booze trap and boost your health and happiness, Just go to tribesober.com and hit join our tribe.